If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply felt discouraged or even defeated, if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then this podcast is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Adam Hall. Adam Hall is committed to helping individuals, companies, and organizations unlearn the beliefs, behaviors, and habits that shield them from discovering their purpose, mission, and course. In his book, Divine Genius, I love this name, The Unlearning Curve, Adam shares the 13 universal wisdom teachings and the genius process that led to his own transformation, discovered on the extraordinary journey that took him from the shores of Santa Barbara to the jungles of Peru. He is passionate about sharing this knowledge and wisdom with the world. Welcome, Adam. Welcome, welcome is right. Welcome, and I feel so welcome. It's great to be here with all of you today. Thank you for inviting to me. Oh, my pleasure. I, I'm just so happy that we connected and your publicist reached out. And it's like, I always feel that there is a purpose that I get connected with some of the people that I interview. And I was just really moved by you. And if anyone goes to Adam's website, at adamhall.solutions, they will see videos of him from, from the past. And I'm just going to say, looking at you, you are younger. You know that, right? <laughs> You're aging backwards, right? Well, you know I, I, uh, my little story around aging because we, you Ooh, know, let's hear this. Yeah, we're all, we're all thinking about aging. At least at my journey, and as I turned sixty last year, oh, so you know, I guess this, you know it's that decade milestone. And and uh, but I I decided that I reached the halfway point, and that instead of going forward to sixty one and onward that way, I'm going to go back the other way. So I just had another birthday, and I'm now 59. So I'm going all the way back. I'm going to go another 60 the other way. That's my aging story. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then it's like, okay, how old is that now? <laughs> what? Well, okay. you know, I tell me what you think, Carissa, about you know the idea. You know, think about aging, and you know, mm. and you know, a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is about. You know, creating the magic and joy in your life. Of course, that's very much part of that idea of mind shift away from separation and ego and all the things I talk about in the divine genius. And I'm learning all that stuff, all that wiring and all those beliefs, right? But to really step into what what that other part of your rainbow can, can really look like and feel like. And what I'm finding at the core of it is the magic, the magic of being alive, the the innocence of and curiosity what's around the corner who am i going to meet today geez I, I get to come in here and hang out with all of you 
Yay. So what's more youthful? What's more vibrant mm. than just the whole sensibility of how we come to the journey and just shifting away from the old perception, which is all of the other kind of separate pieces and the troubled and stuck pieces into the whole piece of being authentic, so to speak, comes with it the magic. And that comes with that is vitality, comes with vitality is the life force. The life force is the chi. So good to be, ah. with, good to be in the life force with you, with you all today. Yeah. And, and reverse aging, because I feel that whole concept of aging is a belief system. And, and that, and that things may start to sag, or you get wrinkles, or, you know, you have less mobility, it is totally a belief system, because I have done triathlons, and some of the most fit, amazing athletes are those that might be considered older, where other people at that age, maybe at 70, 80, would be slowing down. I mean, they're speeding up. Well, you know, I, it, definitely, it's kind of your attitude. And it's, of course, it, I don't mean to be cavalier, and I'm sure you don't either, and mm -hmm. that. It's not easy. You know, You're right. We do get things are going on with this, you know, this beautiful <laughs> elegant machine. And, you know, this is that, that hardware of us is, you know, in, in deep need of repair or some of us a hip or a knee or, mm -hmm. you know, God forbid, facing a major life challenges. But one of the things that we can always do, of course, is, of course, nurture and tend to our well-being. And uh, I, I like that through lifestyle and mm -hmm. not to get over into lifestyle, but one of the things that I want, would like to emphasize some of the you know, great points that you brought up, Teresa, is, is that um, if, if this was like a computer and this was our hardware, we also have the software. So we've got our hardware pieces and we got to work with that because we wear and tear and we get rust and mm -hmm. we do things. But the software piece, this is what, this is the power that we have right now more than ever is to rewrite our programming, rewrite mm. our genes like our good brother, Dr. Bruce Lipton so much talks about in the biology of belief. We get to decide what that DNA actually looks like. We can evolve it beyond, oh, my mother had X, Y, and Z disease or something, therefore I'm at a high probability. Well, there may be a probability, but if you get to write your software, that probability could go way down, right? We could really, really mm -hmm. kind of get through those kind of beliefs and operating things of, about our bodies and really live our fullest life right now. Yeah. Yes, yay. Mic right? drop on that one. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love that. So what is your particular purpose on this planet? Well, I, I, you know, it's, I've been out on this quote, quote unquote path, this spiritual path. Um, I also refer to it as my conscious evolutionary path. I'm a teacher of conscious evolution and conscious evolution is a, is a very integral approach to living how you want to live your life. You know, it, it is body, it is mind, it is heart, <clears throat> it is soul, and it is spirit, and it is connection to the quantum force of oneness. So <clears throat> I 
wrote uh, <clears throat> in my uh, in my recent book, Divine Genius: The Unlearning Curve. I wrote a teaching, <clears throat> which is the second wisdom teaching of thirteen wisdom teachings, that was specific to purpose. And um, and I I you know I take exception to this this how this question is often posed, not necessarily how you posed it. But, you know, we, we're on the path, we're on the seeking journey uh, for much of our, our spiritual journey. And, you know, and, and so much has been framed in our books and from our teachers and from our culture and, and our belief systems, both familiar belief systems, both, you know, the cultural systems, both, you know, wherever you're born, we were, we're you know, we're kind of molded by these belief systems and one of them is is that we we must have purpose, and which I which is I get, but the per idea of purpose becomes a real you know conundrum for so many people. What is yeah, because there's a pressure purpose? to it, like a societal yeah. or a family pressure. Well, the the tricky thing is is the ego, the separate part of that mind that system that mindset. Ask that question, what is my purpose? Whereas in the divine genius, in your genius mind, the question is not what is my purpose. The question is, how can I serve that which is greater than myself to fulfill my soul's mission and unleash my power? Okay, you see? Oh, the wow. Did everybody get that? If not, rewind that part. <laughs> Or buy his book, Divine well, Genius. Buy the book, because you see the difference. One is the seeking and the searching, and mm. one is directly related to every single thing the ego and the separate mindset does. It seeks to do, find and seek it because it needs a sense of its own identity. So we look and we believe and we connect in places that support the identification of that separate self, we get stuck. We, and this is exactly why, I'll paraphrase Einstein, you've heard it a million times, you can't solve the problem from the same place, the same level of thinking that created the problem. So the problem is over in the separate self, it's seeking purpose. So back to my verbose answer, <laughs> forgive me, but the, in that second wisdom teaching in the divine genius, mm -hmm. I make it really simple. There's mm. only one purpose every single human being has. Now, we, everybody has this be, and because we're here on earth at this time. Mm. Isn't it amazing? Well, difficult, but amazing, right? Yeah. But Is it, are you going to give us the answer? Is it service? Yeah. Well, <laughs> service? actually, no, it's, here's what it is. It's service to your authentic self. It's ah. coming into your authentic being, coming into your soul nature. That's all we are here to do as our purpose. Oh, purpose. Real yay. simple. We don't have to worry about all the different possibilities because the ego wants to search and seek and divide ourselves from our heart, our soul, our authentic self. Mm -hmm. So shifting the perception, shifting the mindset away, as I talk so much about in the unlearning process, this genius process, is to move to this uh, away from that 
type of seeking and those types of questions that only are to keep us in a loop, stuck in a pattern, and we want to break the pattern because then we can ask the question of the authentic self, which says, what am I here to serve and how can I serve that which is greater than myself to fulfill my heart's and soul's mission? Bingo, the committed life. That's my long answer to your great question. <laughs> you see, I'm so glad I asked it because it's like, it's really serving people, you know, and, and having them shift that perspective on purpose because a lot of people will see it as something outside of themselves as like a goal or something to accomplish. My purpose is to be a mom or be an entrepreneur. And I, I love how you transformed it into something spiritually well most cer certainly because you know if you want to look at the things from that material and the immaterial world from the physical world of our lives and also from our spiritual side because we it's not one or the other it's both of course and we want mm -hmm. to integrate ourselves to live a full life and and you know and i and i do want to say that um it, it i've had my fair share of trials and tribulations and tears and pain and and it, you know this is part of our journey together is to to hold each other to love each mm. other as we move through these this you know powerful times of not only earth changes but human human changes changes in our humanity right now folks that are going on i think as you know are enormous and if we allow the stormy sea and the chaos of that to throw us all over the place, it's still gonna, we're gonna have a terrible case of, of, of seasickness. Mm -hmm. So we, well, the idea is let's get grounded in our authentic being and our authentic purpose. And of course, our journey to that and that the place of that inner, inner light, inner love comes through a deep place of forgiveness and a deep mm -hmm. place of forgiving ourselves First and foremost, and for the for, for forgiving, forgiving of love and light and compassion and kindness to those that even really harmed us in a in a powerful way. It's not to dismiss these things. It's only to not to ensure that they these kind of events, whether your mother, uncle, or somebody or whatever it is, we all got stuff. They don't have power over you. That's right about your power and your reclaiming your truth and not living in the future past. In other words, that stuff is like the tail that wags that dog and we're runs our lives and we're the victim of all of that and have mm -hmm. no power. Defines we, us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Time to get over that. I can yeah. tell you a story in a minute if you want to hear. <laughs> sure. I did want to go back to one thing that you said yeah. that you've been through your trials and tribulations. Did you feel like you went through some um, trials and tribulations through um, outward success, through your outward manifestation of what you thought your best life would be being successful financially? Well, and and I like I like how you're you know framing that, uh, Carissa, because we're in the outer world of Adam, say, and that success and that 
I refer to that part of my life as the 1.0 version of myself. <laughs> okay. And, and yeah. so they, you know, my my literary agent says, "Well, you are one of those." And I go, "What's one of those?" He goes, "You are a millionaire jerk." And I said, "Yeah, I was. You know, I was. I was not necessarily the nicest guy." Mm -hmm. And and so the tribulations there, whatever that entailed, you know, running businesses and being in real estate and the lawyers and the men and all these things that come out in this very dog eat dog competitive world, mm -hmm. you know, that and I that was the earth conqueror, Adam, in that world. Yeah, of course there's trials and tribulations and there's all kinds of things associated with that. But the game, the real game is an inner game. And that's when you enter into a place that makes those those aspects of our life kind of like, oh, they're just over there and that is what it is. Because now we're tending to the divine ground of our own being. Mm. We're coming into a place of love. And in this place, is in the hidden recesses of our subconscious, mm. in the shamanic world, so we refer to this as the underworld. Mm. underworld did you have a teacher? Did you have a teacher, or how yeah, did you how I, did you get on your journey? Yeah, I've had I've had uh, I, I I I I say it present tense. I have teachers. You have teachers, and this journey necessitates that we all have guides and teachers. And sometimes they're for some of us they're angels. Sometimes they're spirit guides. Sometimes they're animal totems sometimes they're physical beings here sometimes mm. they're ascended beings so whatever good point are, good point whatever those guides are you know it's imperative to work with them because you know what i've recognized you know for certain is i i, I really know very very little i know very very little and and but it the joy of it is to be in the not knowing little I, life is more fun that way <laughs> Right? Who in the heck would want to be an expert? I mean, uh, my God, that could be awful. You would just like, oh, I know it all. <laughs> oh, Lord, help you. <laughs> <laughs> but so the answer is to your question that I forget the, the question in of itself was really about, you know, coming to finding a way mm -hmm. through the guides and through the teachers because I, when I was searching, when I was in that dark night, so to speak, when I felt so lost and lonely and I didn't even know if I wanted to be here anymore, mm. you know, and feeling the loss of the family that I had because, I'm, you know, it's necessitated I go into a divorce and things like this was a calling into that inner recesses, into that underbelly, into that underworld, into the unconscious world. So mm -hmm. my journey to that allowed me to kind of map that journey, to study deeply our human psychology, our, 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 our neurology, our look into all kinds of Jungian psychology. So I began mm -hmm. a deep practice um, along these in research along these lines so that I certainly could get out of my life feeling alive or be in my life feeling alive and sovereign and liberated from that ego mindset that we've been talking about, but because ultimately because I'm serving something that is greater than myself. And when we do this, we live what our dear sister and beloved sister, Lynn Twist says is in her new book that's out in October, 
It's you're living the, the, the a committed life. Mm. You're serving that which is greater than yourself. And when we do that, we really can bring full circle the human journey and we move out of the old stories and we begin to tell these powerful new stories. And I'm doing a lot of teaching right now around that arc. How can we come to the new story of our lives? How can we leave the past and, and step into a new, more just life of our own full fullness? So it's it's quite a journey and it's it's nice to be here on with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for wrapping it back into this present moment. <laughs> You're practicing what you preach. And uh, what did the jungles of Peru teach you? What what inspired you to go into nature so deeply like the jungles of Peru? Well, it, it in this the, the the journey into the jungle was instrumental in terms of really laying a deep groundwork of let's just call it a foundation within my own mm. soil within my own mm -hmm. inner jungle mm. so to speak of this own <gasps> place of Beautiful. beingness in the wilds of the inner terrain the inner landscape which we do conscious we can take this conscious evolutionary journey into these underworld into that landscape so to speak so when i went to the jungle uh i was living by a, a paradigm that's far outserved its purpose but it's a it's a it's a it's the most one of the more prevalent zeitgeist in our current human condition and that that and it's kind of goes like a little story that says you know when the sun comes up whether you're the lion or the gazelle you better run like hell eat or be eaten we're living in a doggy dog world our systems our economic systems our political systems our governance system everything has been designed around this competitive uh experience and that's how i grew up and that's how i lived and and you know and that's very much how we're, we're, we're we've been operating of course we're now seeing that falling away and we're into the patriarchal system as we move into the Aquarian age and the Piscean age that we just left because we're moving into this place. And when I was called to come to the jungle, uh, I, I had no idea of the mag magnitude of it. Mm. I'd been exploring my own spirituality. I'd been exploring my own personal evolutionary journey, you know, traveling into mm -hmm. places of traditional Buddhist yeah. Uh, so Buddhism. meditating, like Medi when you say your own spiritual journey, is that sure. what you mean? Or yeah, religion? Okay. Yeah, med meditation, moving away from the indoctrination of ideas of religion and exploring different philosophies, different mystical teachings. But ultimately, I grounded myself deeply in the shamanic traditions, primarily through my early training in, in with Native American, the Native mm. American Southwest. And then I said, oh, I must go to Peru. And I hooked up with a beautiful brother and dear friend to this date. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on his summit on November 1st called the Earth Keeper Summit. Earth Keeper Ooh. Summit, everybody. Put that on your calendar. You'll yes. want to sign up for that. That's a fantastic summit. I'm amazing. My, my second year there. And he called and said, why don't you come to the jungle? <laughs> and I, and That's awesome. 
Because you know. you, energetically, you feel like a shaman to me. I, I don't know if he initiated you, but <laughs> I, I just feel that shamanic energy of your being. Well, well, I, I have been initiated into the highest initiation yes. lineage in yeah okay and, and so so I, I and it all began really in this journey to the jungle mm -hmm. because i wanted i was in my own way was doing this dog eat dog jungle of my life now that didn't feel so good i was just popping tums in the morning and drinking the tequila at night you know that doesn't last long right so so i took this journey and i'll never forget i i was down in the sacred valley near machu picchu and we were going to take this trek from Cusco, we get on the plane and fly over to Puerto Maldonado in the, in the Amazonia, right, in the Amazon jungle. We flew south down near the Bolivian border. So you, and I remember the night before I got terrible food sickness and I was, I was doing with vomiting and I was a nightmare and I didn't know what I was going to do and how was I going to get on the bus and how was I going to get on the oh, plane? Oh, wow. How was I that was like a spiritual resistance from yeah. your greatest good, do you think? Well, I, of course, you know, we're, yeah. throw, we're throwing these loops and, you know, but I, of course you get up and go because spirit does that, right? Mm. Does that. And so I got up and went and, um, you know, and I was going, my gosh, am I going to go and do ayahuasca tonight or what am I going to do tonight up in the jungle and after all this wild journey? And so I got on the boat when we got there, we got on the little canoe and it, it was on the, get a load of this. It was on the Madre de Dios, the Rio Madre de Dios, which is the Mother of God River. Wow. Mother of God River. And I, and I took the boat two hours up to the lodge, along with a bunch of other beautiful pilgrims, sojourners of their own destiny, and, you know, got up there, and I quickly recognized that I was in the womb of the mother. Wow. She is the mother. She is the womb of the mother. The Amazon rainforest is the womb of the mother. And so it was brilliant to come back to the garden. It was beautiful to come back to the womb again. It was just amazing to come to this new place of seeing that the laws of nature are not about dog eat dog. The law of nature is about how everything works in symbiosis, wow. how it works in unison, mm. even in death, even in rebirth, it all is there. And this is the blessing of our beautiful mother earth. This is what she offers us during these times of great earth changes. She offers this place to, to die again, to be reborn again. And this is what she's talking about. Mm, that's beautiful. So would you say if we could have an analogy, you're coming from this doggy dog world, the competitive nature and moving towards uh, collaboration, working a, as a team for a greater purpose. Would you say that would be or, or what would you say that like for corporations or entrepreneurs, to help them, like, what would be the new model for going forward in this world? Well, I love that because, you know, having come, you know, as really a, as a serial entrepreneur and, you know, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. That's true. I'm very, I'm very, much, I'm very much alive in, 
in, in the world of business and very active in the business world and attuned to what's, you know, what's happening in the business world, you know, primarily from a capital to markets perspective, like follow mm-hmm. the money kind of perspective, but also from a, 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 an evolutionary perspective and what has happened with business and the unconsciousness and the disruptive mm. nature of business as a whole, not entirely, obviously, yeah. business is, you know, is now feeding, somehow feeding 8 billion of us. It's now on this planet. And so I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about anybody or anything, but ultimately what's happening now is we're at a, 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 a major turning point. And that turning point, of course, in the business world, in the economic world in general, folks, so we may not be speaking, you know, listening to the business side, but listen to it from your own finances. Just hear it from that ear, is we're making, we're we're turning away from the old paradigm of what we were just talking about in the pedagogy dog piece. We're turning away from the place of pillaging and raping Mother Earth. Mm. We're turning away from our conscious consumption and our behaviors very slowly. I mean, we're, we're turning, you know, 10 Titanic, so to speak. And we're navigating some tricky waters uh, out there. And we do have some icebergs, so to speak, in this analogy. And we're all doing this in our own way. Just because it's seemingly happening out there, it's also happening within all of us in our own unique way. So the question is, what do you do? You know, how do you begin to align yourself, your your entrepreneurial spirit, your economics, your finances, whatever they are, big and small, it's we're talking the same thing. How does business realign themselves? And what what I'm finding are the the, the key essentials here. You know, the key essential for us that we can do on the ground and individually is first and foremost align ourselves with that purpose, that authentic self. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, align ourselves in that place of our heart where we know that we can come and be in a place of care and love for Mother Earth, for others, for Mm -hmm. many that are undergoing incredibly enormous challenges because the human heart is very frail right now. It's Mm -hmm. very, very touching. It's very sensitive. And so what we want to do is get in alignment with self and then get in alignment with Earth. Live in what we do, we refer to in the shamanic world as live in Aina. Live in the oneness of our own being and the connection with the mother and the connection how we love and caring for others. And come to this that place first and foremost. That is your foundation. That is your rock. Those are your pillars of your foundation in the bedrock of your being and when we're there then we're in a place of well shit can happen you know it it could be a tornado out there and again if you're running a business you know get into those core values get into the bedrock of your being understand clearly what your mission is and if you don't have an answer to what your mission is and you're not necessarily uh, not, or you don't know if you want to, I really ins- encourage everybody to begin to explore th- them themselves as in living a committed life, a committed life, which is serving that which is greater than yourself, and at the same time, receiving all the abundance of the universe, money, love, relationship, because when we're in the receptivity, of that place, then we can receive 
all that that abundance. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And and um, it was just so much more profound and deeper than than I expected. And I and I think it's that's important because it's like if there's chaos happening around you, you have your mission, you're grounded in your truth, you can ride that wave instead of being pummeled by it. So that, and yeah, so that, that's amazing. I'd love to hear more about the Earth Keepers Alliance. So there's going to be a conference on November 1st and you're a speaker there. So yeah, I'm a per, I'm a speaker there, presenter there, and the thing I love about this this conference, um, and you know we'll have, you know I think there you know we think we're going to probably have 150,000 people plus that will be signing up. Mm-hmm. The thing I love about this particular conference, first of all, it's really well done, and there are going to be some amazing people there. We've had Anita Majani, we've had Greg Braden. You know, we've had all oh, wow. That's amazing great. people that are coming. And I is don't it know virtual? Virtual? It's a virtual event. Okay. I don't, I don't know exactly uh, the list right now, but I'm going to be there. And But it's all about really experiential teaching programs. Mm. In other words, you're not just sitting there listening to a bunch of people espouse their opinion or how smart and wise they all are and you know we get it you know that's not you know that's a, that's a lot of this stuff but you come and you get to be with yourself you get to learn about your life you get to grow and you get to laugh and you get to experience so i'm going to be doing a, a journey there i got i just actually produced it and re- recorded it here yesterday oh amazing yeah, right it's everybody great. has to do it just for that yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm bringing forth something re- really cool, really powerful, the shamanic guided meditation that ultimately it taps you into your light force, your chi force, oh. you, you know, the vibrancy of being. So it's really cool, and it's really powerful and very potent, I must say. So I, I have that coming now. That summit, uh, you know, we haven't released the invitations yet, but if you – you, you check out my website here. You sign up for many of the free offerings, like all kinds of things. Sign up, and then, I, then I'll send you notice. I'll send you a personal invitation so that you can just get a, a free pass to that, and you'll have a pass to it. But uh, that's not out yet. But if you go to my website now, adamhall.solutions, adamhall.solutions, that's a good way to go. I'm also at adamchall.com, mm-hmm. but adamhall.solutions is a good way to go and pick up something there. Got all kinds of things for you if you like to explore. Oh. Come to the summit. Come yeah. to the summit, and we have another summit just before that that I'm, I do want to mention too at, at, before we go because that that one is. Yeah, you can mention it. You can mention oh, it. Okay, but okay. I just I just wanted to say, um, so the Earth Keepers Alliance are individuals that have a greater purpose of aligning their mission with healing Mother Earth. Exactly. You I couldn't you couldn't have said it better. Okay. You know, it, 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 we're, we're, it's essentially an informal c- community, but ultimately the, the mission that I set out to many years ago when I received one of the higher uh, initiatory rites with my lineage in Peru, uh, with my spiritual lineage um, and my shamanic lineage was the right of the earth keeper. So it set out my intention and commitment to service to earth 
but also service to all things earth, meaning other brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. other hearts and minds and souls that are also are committed to the path of their, their committed life. Mm. And the committed life is that place of serving higher than ourselves, receiving the abundance uh, whatever that is for that you are calling in and aligning yourself with. So I connected with a, a, a group uh, of people around the globe of other committed earth keepers. And I refer to that as the earth keepers Alliance. We have a newsletter that comes out every month. You can sign up for it on my website and you can get that kind those kind of cool things inter really amazing interviews with, with really people known and unknown you know extraordinary mm -hmm. people doing extraordinary things really geniuses in their own way mm -hmm. so you can check that out please that's do. yeah that's amazing yeah. so so that's great and i want to go back to that conference you said that's happening before the eth oh, earth keepers yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're not going to want want to miss this and as a matter of fact i'm sending out the invitation for everybody that's uh, signed up to the newsletter, I'm sending that out, uh, you know, this Thursday. I don't know when, is this, is your show available it's now? Rec it's recorded, um, yeah. but I could, I could release it uh, as soon as you want, next week, or well, I, I release one a week. No, we actually, uh, yeah, forgive me for cutting in like that. On that's okay. Recording. But no, this is that's fine whenever you want because the, this conference is called the Global Oneness Summit and Celebration. Oh. And this, this conference is running October 15th to the 24th. We have over 100 amazing people, and panels, musicians, uh, spiritual visionaries, scientists like Nassim Harriman, Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, on and Lenny Twig, on and on and on about all these amazing people that have come to celebrate our lives together, to be in a place of just love and to be in a place of movement as we birth the new world. And together, this is the journey that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually the producer uh, and, and host uh, of, of the event this year. Uh, last year, we had over 300,000 people that registered, wow. uh, attended digitally. We graded this year. We've had over a half a million views of our program last year, and this year is 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 going to be like n never before. And uh, matter of fact, I just um, received a, a piece from Deborah Pramal in Mitten, if you know of their beautiful music, their beautiful sacred. No. Music, uh, it is. It, it will touch you to the deepest part of your being. It is so beautiful, and they're a beautiful couple, and they just brought something very special. We have other musicians like Freddie Rubel, Peggy LeBeau, Bethany Fisher. These are extraordinary people of holding very powerful vibrations and frequencies of, of our own journey, um, and they'll just in the presence of that you all you need to do is receive and it, it will lift you into your journey in its own way into that place of movement to genius into to destiny if you choose to, to play on that field so yeah come to that summit again i'll have that that's going to be out so you can catch awesome. that when you hear this recording yep. come on come on over to AdamHall.Solutions. Come mm -hmm. on over to 
adamhall.solutions, put your mm-hmm. name in somewhere and you're going to get notice and, and you will also have it up for you yeah. to be able to register. That's wonderful. And I'll make sure to put it in the show notes. So if people, if they're driving, you don't have to write it down. You can just look at the show notes later. That's a later. good way to go. That's, yeah. With, let's, let's with make Adam's sure site. Let's, yeah. Let's make sure. Just ping me a note and we'll yeah. make sure you, I'll make sure you get it. Thank you. For yeah. That. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's easy. That's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Great. Okay. So let's go back to your book, Divine Genius, The yeah. Unlearning Curve. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to write it? And, and, was that part of your own journey as unlearning? A hundred percent. You know, so I, in among some of the other books that I published, I have, some, I have another book coming out also in November, November, but the, this is the second part of my trilogy. So I'm, I'm also writing a, 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 a arc of my evolution, my own awakening journey, so to speak, although it's kind of an oxymoron because we're all, all already enlightened. We're already awake. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So, but that's it's a, that's not, a good perspective. It's, it's just it's, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't seem like that, but the truth of the matter is in our own way, we already are. So, but it's part, of, it was second part of my trilogy. And there, of course, it's very much a part of my own, my own arc of my own life, because there's no better place to look than in, in our own selves and the earth school offering us a mirror into where we need to learn and grow, where we need to heal, to love more, where we need to say no more to the fear and we need to embrace the courage and the boldness of who we are and, and do what we're here to do. Because quite frankly, uh, I subscribe to a, 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 a cosmology that essentially says that mindset of separation of ego where I lived and I operated from very much for most of my life and I'm in the tail end of the remnants of it. But the point of what I'm trying to say to you is that in that place, there's such an outrageous arrogance of who we think we are, who we are trying to be, how we want to survive and conquer other, how we've been so brutally difficult on things like women and the feminine Mm -hmm. and all the things that we do. It's a, it's a, it's a most arrogant place that any human can be can have. And I can only say this because I was living that. Mm. And I talk, I do talk about it in the arc of my trilogies and in the divine genius. I was motivated through my own soul's calling, a deeper yearning of the inner chambers of my heart, Larissa, to free myself of that mindset. So no better way to do it than to write about it, to live it, yeah. to experience, to develop the wisdom, the knowledge that comes with the journey so that I can be of service to others, to save other people, well, not only months or weeks or years of their own, own journey or to that, that own destiny they're on, that spiritual journey, but to really help others do so in this lifetime. Mm. I wait for your fully awakened, for your fullest expression of yourself, why wait when the, when you can come go and begin your journey tonight over a, a glass of wine with your dinner? Mm, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that. And uh, I just feel your power right now speaking. I'm getting this tingling on the top of my head. Mm. And uh, I know it just means that it's important, important information, you know that you're sharing (laughs) just so you know i feel it i feel your power that's incredible and then you have another book coming out 
November. What's the name of that book? Well, I, I have something fun that's happening. And, you know, that's the beauty of, you know, as we play on the on this amazing playing field we all share we call our home mm-hmm. earth, right? And when, uh, so one of the things that's uh, been in, let's just say an extension of, of you know, because creativity is an expansion of our own design, not just in that left brain, so to speak, where I was trapped for much of my life. Not nothing wrong with that piece, but when it's not whole with the other parts of our own design, which is our right brain, our creative brain. So the extension of that creative place when I kind of hacked uh, into that, and uh, that's when the light got in, as uh, Leonard Cohen would say, when that crack of light came in. Of course, that is just full of uh, tremendous creativity. So one of the outgrowths of the Divine Genius, the Unlearning Program, you can, you, you know, you get you pick up the book, folks. You're going to get these gems and these pieces and these wisdom teachings that are going to offer you an opportunity to really expand yourself in a, in a very infinite way, a way that's just, you know, you're in the world. And a lot of things that came from me were around creativity. And I'm, I'm publishing a series of books now. Um, and this book that's coming out, they're called The Little Books of Genius. First book was oh, Abundance. Oh, I love it. There's, abund- there's a book out on Abundance. But this book I'm doing on Miracles. Mm. With a uh, with two with two other wonderful uh, co- Course in Miracles teachers, Deborah Engel and Alan Cohen, the beautiful Alan Cohen, and we're doing a short little seventy five pager, and part of our genius little books genius series that's coming out, a la Chicken Soup and the Soul, right? We're doing one. We're doing one on a miracles, you know, and miracles oh. are such a beautiful thing that are available to to us in our everyday day lives. I'm happy to explore more, but that'll be out in November time for the holiday. But oh, how nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. That's great. And then you have the Genius Studio. So is that part of your course offerings? Like what is, is that your business, the Genius Studio? It is my, bu- it is my business. So it's my, you know, it's my, my creative laboratory. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, my, it's my it's my incubator yeah of, of you know all 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 ideas of, of of love and life and joy so uh i do have a physical studio here on my, at my residence at, at costa earthkeeper here in santa barbara california and in in the studio is really designed for two purposes ultimately really ultimately to to you know, honor my, my own journey, to really know and to remember the, the, the love of self, to nurture the place within me and those places within my own self, to love those places that feel so unloved at times and have over the years. And so I created that sacred place for ultimately for my work, but I also invite others selectively to come and be part of that experience. So my work it's not simply in the, in the group format, but I do work with some individuals that I feel that I can really support the path that come into their committed life and their wholeness and their healing. So mm-hmm. uh, if anybody's interested in that, I do have a, a little bit of room at this juncture to, to, to engage with, with you should I, should I be able to be of help and service on your path. And we just have a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And so I also um, utilized the studio because I ha- actually have a studio in that part of my on, on, on the land 
that's all for production and for recording. Oh, perfect. And fil filming, so it's all it's all wired into to that. So there is a production studio to, for creativity, for creative outlet. So I'm not, you know, the old repressed uh, man that I want to play and be in the unleashed freedom of, of just being 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 alive with all of you. So yeah. That's what it's. That's what the studio is all about. Thank you. Oh, for oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And I love Santa Barbara. I went to school there. I have my degree at UCSB. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, nice. cool. Yeah. In communication, so nice. putting nice. it. To come work. on back. Come on. <laughs> okay, come on. I'm coming. I come love on, Santa come Barbara. On, come on, come on yeah. back. Where, where Where are you now, by the way? I'm sorry. I'm in Colorado. Okay, so that's I went, not so bad. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Right. I, we um, we moved, my family and I moved um, from L.A., so I went to grad school in L.A. and stayed there for a long time, like 20 years. And then we recently moved about three and a half years ago, so and it's been wonderful. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, the ocean calls me a lot, though, so. Yep, yep, I get it. I'm you get it. I'm You're there. Ocean, I'm an ocean, I'm an ocean creature. Yeah, yeah, totally. So as long as I get to the ocean a few times a year, I'm good. So um, what do you feel is the optimal state of health and wellness? What does that mean to you? Well, it's, it's, this is, this is, I think, you know, your question is the key question. Mm. And let's explore for a minute. Mm -hmm. Know, my my ideas around mm -hmm. optimal state of health and wellness and you know one of the great challenges that we've been talking about is the disequilibrium that's created by operating in that separate mindset of our own ego and our sense of identity our wants and our needs and all the things that come with all of that that we've been talking about and so there's nothing greater that creates us a place of where the body is not able to live in a most vibrant, healthy way because we're in a state of dis-ease, disease and dis-ease because equilibrium and balance in nature, just think about nature, Mother Nature, mm -hmm. is that is a place of vitality. That mm. is a place of optimal growth and wellness. Mm -hmm. And when she's not in balance, of course, she's always coming to balance. Coming back to it. Mm -hmm. And when she's not in a place of, of the of things that are not going so well and on her belly, then there's a regenerative, the most powerful force in the universe is the regenerative nature of our, of our mother. And so the idea for us is to biomimic her, to mimic her capacity to create balance and equanimity in her own sense of being. And remember, when we're thinking about equanimity and balance, is we're, we're thinking about that in the context of our physiology, our biology, our human bodiness. That's a big task in its own right, folks. Then we have our state of our own emotional wellness where we connect into our emotional intelligence which is our heart intelligence so we come into a place of harmonic imbalance within our heart which all things really begin there mm. and then we come into our greater capacity of our mental capacity and our capacity to hold ourselves 
whole, not separate, and the wholeness of who we are, and the connection, the holographic connection to the our own planet, and our holographic mm. connection to our beautiful Milky Way, and our Milky Way's connection with the cosmos. So we want to live in a kind of a holistic way that offers us the through our mental capacity by being a whole mind, not separate mind and ego, but a whole mindset, folks. And in doing so, we can be in a, in a balance and equanimity with our soul, our deeper inner spiritual place. So we have the body and our heart and emotions, right? We have that mental capacity and our alignment and connection. And then we have our soul capacity, our soul place. So we balance. So that's the... That's the answer in mm-hmm. kind of the most generic way. Right. Of course, there's a lot of practical and pragmatic things that, you know, we, we don't have time to get into today. because Yeah. And that's, yeah, people practice. can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. about practice, right? Yeah. It's about mm-hmm. really living what Sri Aurobindo referred to as the divine life. You know, I've never loved being so in practice. I never loved being so, oh, I don't really know. I've never been there and I've never known that because right now you and I are right here. You know, I haven't been on all these pods. No, I'm in this one right now. Never been here, never done this. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so it's so beautiful to come alive in the magic and balance of those parts of our lives bring us to the place. And of course that I'm going to be releasing, I have a free master's class that'll be out. Also, that's available will be available for your audience uh, very shortly, or probably right now. Will be a master's class on your story t- on storytelling on mm. cr- living a new story. And we've heard a lot about story and stop living the old story, and really build step into what's new for you. Well, I offer a, a program that allows and supports you to really unwind the old story and the power of the story through your own vibrational and frequency Mm. in other words we don't necessarily need to be old off in our head oh i gotta figure out what that person said in the old days it used to be the guru or the preacher or the rabbi and these days you are the guru preacher that's right you know that's right so this is the idea is okay let's step really into the, our soul's truth, our heart's truth, and speak in whole capacity. And, and and that's the idea of the work that's now coming forth for all of us. So I invite everybody to, to come and explore that. I've just I got a wonderful free class on it. In that yeah. Program. Oh, that's great. How exciting yeah. for yeah, our cool. audience. Cool. Well, I'm going to do it. it. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you and hearing about your book and so many other things going on in your life, all the conferences coming up. So everybody get his book, Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve. And I'll put your website and how to buy your book in the show notes. So much Zen success on your journey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bless you, everyone. Be well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Zen Success. I would love to get your feedback at zensuccesspodcast.com on what topics you'd be most interested in and what Zen success is to you. Thanks for listening.